There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell me more. Um, apparently, everybody hates self-checkout. At least that's what Colleen found out over the weekend. I'm not so sure about that, but I'm curious to hear what she has to say. Good afternoon and welcome to the third hour of your favorite radio program. I almost said television program. We'd we'd be on television. Call us. 651-641. What am I supposed to do with my Speak face on television? You don't want to be on yeah, TV. I wear- where do I hide this thing? Oh, please. I'll be oh, on I have TV. a face for radio. I know you You uh, can be on TV. Uh, anyway, we're talking about self-checkout. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Uh, Hi. If she sounds like she's under a blanket, it's because she is. <laughs> Does it sound like I'm under a blanket? No. I'm in a fort. No, I made a fort you're for in myself. Fort. And, uh, okay, so listen. It's a hot this fort. This headline... It is a hot fort. Um, This headline has been chasing me around, and I took issue with the headline, and that's why I want to ask you, dear listener, how do you feel about self-checkout? And either way is fine. Do you like it? (laughs) Colleen is giving you permission to have your own opinion. You can have your own opinion. (laughs) What I'm saying is I'm not going to, like, I I will promote my own, you know, side, but I'm not going to judge anybody. 651-641-1071. I'll I'll save the the judgment for me. Bradley will do it. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. Uh, how do you feel about self-checkout? Do you love it or do you hate it and why? Because I kept on getting an alert from CNN Business for whatever, for reasons unknown to me. I swear to you, I think it showed up in like three different I've seen this too. I'm not, I don't think it's just you. At least maybe we're on the same path. But I swear I've seen this story like three or four times this weekend. It's driving And today, this morning, in fact, I saw it as well. Yeah, the headline is, nobody likes self-checkout, but here's why it's everywhere. And I nobody thought, likes nobody? Self- I- what? Nobody? I, excuse me? I do. Am I a nobody? Do I not count? Do we? Did they not ask us? Why? I love self-checkout. I would self-checkout all day. Some of my best friends are <laughs> okay. self-checkout. Um, but why did they say, and Elaine is already tweeting at us, love self-checkout. So, right? And so does Panda. Lies! I love self-checkout. Tell us why CNN said nobody loves self-checkout. Okay, so here, so from the customer's side, it's uh, the, the what they say is it's it's not necessarily a fully perfectly streamlined technology um, because they did a survey last year of a thousand shoppers and they found 67% said that they'd experienced some sort of failure in the self-checkout lane. So you know how it happens when you like check something and then they're like, please put the item in the bag and then you put the item in the bag and it goes, 
please put the item in the bag. And you're like, Have I put you it in the bag. Have you scanned your rewards card yet? Please, exactly. <laughs> like, it just, you know, like those kinds of awkward moments where it, it gets funky, whatever. So that's why they say that customers are frustrated with it. Mm. Um, they say that uh, that workers get frustrated with it because, or businesses are frustrated with it because the machines are expensive, they break down, um, it can lead to customers, per- they believe that it leads to customers purchasing fewer items. Um, they incur higher uh, losses because hmm. of shoplifting, oh, sure. et cetera. Okay, but the real reason we have self-checkout in the first place is actually it started in 1986, and it's all about saving labor costs well, I was and keeping say, prices down. I thought the answer to the question, why do people hate self-checkout, is because it's like unemploying people. I mean... You know, right. we've talked about this in the context of fast food or even restaurants now. I can't tell you how many restaurants I've been to. Um, well, I actually could if I did the math, but I'm not doing the math for this segment. You said there was no math. There isn't. Um, that, you know, where you go to the restaurant now and they're not paying, uh, you know, like a server to Wait do staff. server jobs. Yeah. And um, instead, you know, it's like a QR code, which th- there's a time and a place for that. I totally get it. Just like there's a time and a place for uh, self-checkout. But... I thought the criticism was going to be on the issue you just mentioned, which is the labor cost savings. And that's not what the complaint is at all. So it led me to ask the question, because I I just took issue with the headline in and of itself. As a customer, I've never not loved self-checkout. 651-641-1071, do you love or hate self-checkout and why? Who do we have on the line, friends? Let's go to Jeff. He's been patiently waiting to share his thoughts on self-checkout. What do you think, Jeff? Well, i got to tell you, I've been a guinea pig in more than one store when they say, oh, we just started our self-checkout. So I go and I try it. And uh, sometimes it scares me, but other times, you know, I feel like I'm in loving arms. Uh, I use the one at (laughs) Cub Foods. I use the one... um, there's another place I, I like to I like to self check out, but uh, or at Walmart I use them there. But the one at CVS is very aggressive. It's like a dominatrix. <laughs> Why it just like constantly is like no, do that again, whipping whipping you. Yes, and it repeats itself, and you just walk near it, and it'll the volume is very loud, and and the, it, she'll speak to you and say, please put your items. You know, I mean, it's like very aggressive. Her please is very aggressive. (laughs) Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Let's go to Amy. Amy's on the line, and she's been patiently waiting to tell us what she thinks about self-checkout. Amy, what's the deal? Hi. Hi, Amy. Amy. Hi. I met you, Colleen, in the cocktail line at the Indigo Girls, by the way. Oh, hey. You're so lovely. Nice to talk to you again. Thank you. Likewise. So, self-checkout. I love them, but they hate me. And just like Jeff said earlier, I feel like I'm always getting an error message or, you know, missing or item removed from bagging area. When yeah. I did put a bag, an item in the bag, <laughs> or I use my own bags and they don't detect them or something like that, I'm always getting yelled at by the self-checkout. <laughs> and I, I don't like that part of it. Yeah. You don't want to be yelled at by a machine. <laughs> Exactly. She and prefers to be yelled at the, by real people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I do get the labor issue about it, and I, I totally support that. But I actually do like the self checkouts. And 
like yesterday I went to Target. I'll make this quick. I went to Target and I went to a live person checkout. And I have to say, it kind of creeped me out a little bit because that person had so many piercings and hair in their face and just it wasn't a pleasant interaction with the person at the cashier. So I guess I'll go back to self-checkout at Target. Because you know you'll always be happy with the checker when it's just you. Exactly. (laughs) Thanks, Amy. (laughs) Thanks, Amy. Um, I will say we've gotten a couple emails. Uh, Sherry said, give me a real person, please. Some days the only time I actually talk to a human being is at the checkout. A little human interaction is a wonderful thing. Also, I'm the kind of person who invariably screws up on the self-checkout machine and puts everyone behind and then they get mad and I feel bad. No thanks. Uh, and then Sarah said, I love it, except for the idiots who have too many items and can't figure out how to weigh the bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, I won't go through the self-checkout if I have something that needs to be weighed or keyed in. I just don't. What? Why are you looking at me like that? You, why? I mean, because it takes like you go boom, boom, boom. Why? I, be, I don't know. Maybe because I've just never done it. And I. You literally I'm click on a picture of a banana. Up. It goes, oh. you put your bananas on the thing, you put okay. you you push on the banana, you're good to go. I don't okay, know, maybe so it's because I, I was a checker in high school and uh, I'm not afraid of checking machines. Yeah, the but, only thing when you're checking out your own bananas is that... I, I do that on a regular basis. <laughs> hey. Just the one. Oh. Check out your own bananas. Is if you get the scale wrong... Then the thing starts to blink, and then you, you have to wait. Wrong? Are you like laying on it? Sometimes. Yeah, what are you? See, this is why I won't do it. Sometimes I... you got to get the attendant, and then the attendant is busy, and then you're just sitting there waiting with your bananas in your hand. And you don't know As what to do. I was trying who... to do it because it was going to be quicker, and then now it's not quicker because you have to wait, and everything's flashing, and everybody's looking at you. What? The thing I've learned, especially with the one over at the Cub Foods, is that like sometimes it'll react, and then you just got to sit tight, wait a minute, and it'll correct itself. Because I can't tell you how many times there's like, oh, crap, that dumb thing is going to, you know, make me call somebody over. And the whole point of doing this was so that I didn't have to interact with people. And then um, but you just give it a breath and that thing will just go back to normal. So I, I think I don't know if they're just like extra sensitive. I look forward to the day, honestly, and I think we're all headed in this direction where you just leave the store. Like the minute you oh, put no. it in your cart, it's yeah. rung up on your thing. Oh, I thought you were so That's frustrated. That thing. No, like, you just hey! steal your stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, but you can just grab whatever you want and leave. But I think I think they're actually <laughs> testing that out at, at some stores where you like once it's in your cart, you're good. Isn't there like an Amazon? Okay, I shouldn't say this because I don't know for sure. But isn't there an Amazon store where you can I think do that? So. Where you just? I think it's yeah, at like, least in testing. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't know. Listen, the faster I can get in and out of a grocery store, the happier I will be. So I am for it. Uh. Same here. Ditto to the ditto. Although I do like to run around the grocery store on my own time. When we come back, another day, another disappearing rant about Britney Spears. And we'll tell you why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Cold day, another disappearing rant on Instagram. No, it's not your coworker, Charlene. It's Britney Spears. And we're going to tell you what she's deleted and have a little gab about it here on the Colleen Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Uh, hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, there's Holly Roberts over there. Okay, she's real excited hey, to be hey, alive. Hey, I'm 
don't get She's I, busy. I just played the hot ticket song. I know, I know. Oh, I know, I know. Okay, I know, here's honey. what I want to talk about. We're going to do I this. That. I want to get the Cobra gang together, Ooh, Britney you stand, style. Can you stand by for a second? Tap dance for me. Remember, yeah. we lost the thing and now we got to oh, get the thing. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to sing it. Whenever <laughs> there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra gang. Cobra. Um, did you see this post by Britney Spears over on the Insties, Colleen? Okay, I did not, because by the time I got there, it was... Deleted! Okay, so she, um, is on one. And this time she's saying basically all those documentaries about her are America's way of bullying her. Okay, I'll tell you a little bit about what that means. Oh, honey. When I read it, I thought, I don't know if you... I don't know if that's what you... I don't know about that, Brittany, honey. But then I kept reading and I was like, oh, gosh. (sighs) We need to talk. So there was a post that Brittany put on Instagram. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I want to give you a little flavor. It was a lengthy Mm -hmm. post this weekend. And she says, I feel like America has done a wonderful job at humiliating me. She goes on to explain that when she was in a conservatorship that she'd been forced basically to like be the victim of paparazzi. Like, for example, at the airport, like she wouldn't get a car to take her from the airport or she had to like walk herself to the car at the airport, Mm -hmm. thus exposing her to paparazzi. So like she basically had a lot to say about paparazzi's. Uh, or paparazzi, that is the plural. Um, mm-hmm. But it was th- this, th- that criticism was sort of like all over the place and started bringing in the documentaries that we've seen over the last couple years, which, you know, like on Hulu, Netflix, I think even CNN, like the things, by the way, that got the world interested in her freedom from the conservatorship that they were discussing right. in those documentaries. And so she says, as a result, I've never felt more bullied in my life in this country. It's insane. And come on, is it seriously, honestly legal to do that many documentaries about someone without their blessing at all? And I was like, actually, have you seen documentaries? Well, have you met the freedom of speech? Right. Also that. (laughs) On the one hand, I'm like, you sound like there's this part of Britney Spears that always comes across that I hear that I'm like. You sound really privileged in your criticism, Brittany, because Mm -hmm. while you have suffered at the hands of this conservatorship for 14 years, like the world is treating a lot of people this way. And you were fortunate enough to have a lot of resources to get you out of that treatment. And she deserves all that. Like, I don't want to take anything away from it. I think she's entitled to her own feelings. But just from like a a visibility standpoint, it just rings a little like, you know, celebrity uh, I don't know. Methinks thus thou protest too much or whatever. You know, and I wonder, like, on the one hand, I have compassion for the fact that um, anytime somebody else is telling your story, it, you know, there's a piece of you, probably a human being that says, that's not exactly how it happened. However, those documentaries, how whether or not they told her story perfectly told a story in such a way that we realized how much she had been victimized mm-hmm. by her own family i mean to your point these are the th- this the, those documentaries really were the thing that the momentum 
that built off the steam that was already pushing the free Britney movement forward. Yeah. That's what kind of brought that mainstream was when people watched those documentaries and thought, oh, my goodness, what have we done? Well, and she says, like, she honestly says, a network TV production or anyone for that matter, dig up that much negative footage and do our specials claiming it's helping me. Really? It was the most insulting thing I ever saw in my life. And every person I've spoken to says it's why the conservatorship ended. Really? That's the saddest thing I ever saw in my life. So people not only get away with what they did to me, not even coming close to sharing what they really did to me, but they can expose me in such an embarrassing tone claiming it's to help me. It seems like she's just hung up on the way that she was represented in the media before. Because what I would Mm -hmm. say is like, yes, it's probably bringing back a lot of trauma. So maybe don't watch. But in terms of your audience, without social media and those documentaries, I don't think there would have been the clear concern, you know, to, to... and just agreement that something should change about her conservatorship. Absolutely. Which, I don't know. We continue to deal with these Instagram posts, and I think we will for the foreseeable future, frankly, Mm -hmm. until they disappear. Well, and then they do disappear. Exactly. When we come back, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things right here. Oh, dumb people. I love them. Why? Because they're the gift that keeps on giving. At least on the radio at this segment here on the Colleen Bradley Show. It's uh, time for some dumb people doing dumb things. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom along with Holly Roberts Hi. today. Holly, can we have some crazy snoop on anything else? Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Like Georgia. Georgia. Okay. What's going on in Georgia? Yeah. Uh, That's where we meet a 26-year-old gentleman by the name of Dakota Godfrey. Oh, man. And um, I'm just going to, there's a lot that happened in this story, and you're not going to know where it's going. 26-year-old Dakota Godfrey broke into a home in Georgia the other day by headbutting a window. Here's the thing. First twist in the story, it wasn't just any window, and it wasn't just any house. It was his granny's house. Uh, 26-year-old Dakota Godfrey headbutted a window at his grandmother's house to break in. Okay, so he broke into his grandma's home. Don't you think she would, like, open the door? Nope, because apparently he'd been living with her for a while, but she kicked him out. Oh. Um, She heard the window break, uh, and she ran outside to see what happened. And, um... Well, then her grandson threw her to the ground. She's 78. He threw his 78-year-old grandmother to the ground. Oh, my God. She's okay. Oh, Grandma. She's a little bruised. Um, and that all of that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. But what happens next? It just makes next, him a horrible human, but sure. Right. Uh, what happens next will change your life forever. He did steal something from Granny. Um, he stole a weed eater, like a what? weed whacker. He threw his grandma to the ground and then stole a weed whacker. Mm-hmm. And then later he was found walking with that w- weed whacker. Weeds? Nope. He was pushing it in a baby stroller. 
Okay. All right. Bath salts. Uh, bath salts. Tell me he was on bath salts. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, I don't know if it was, was he bl- really? Bath salts, but he was on drugs, and that is indeed why his mother or his grandmother kicked him out of the house. Um, and he was probably on the drugs when all of this happened. Um, he claimed that his grandmother was the real aggressor and that she attacked him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They arrested him. He's My facing grandma. charges. Beat me up. For battery over a person. Wait, sorry. He's facing charges for battery of a person over 65. Okay. Yeah. So he had a time. <sighs> if you beat up would elderly. Would you like to see? Would you like to see the kind of guy who would do such a thing? I imagine he's a winner. Uh, there you go. Take a peek at. Oh, Mr. yeah. Dakota. He looks very pleased with himself. Yeah. He's. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who would walk down the street with a weed whacker in a baby some serious hockey hair yeah it's very yeah. like business in the front party in the back yeah only but he I looks don't go to that his party. face looks like he fell down a few times they must well, he must have wrestled granny to the ground he probably did also i'd like to talk to him about his facial hair pattern it's a weird it's a weird choice just a chin triangle yeah so yeah like a pyramid beard. Okay, that was where Georgia, right? A pyramid. Right? A beard. beard uh, yeah, it's uh, Georgia. All right. Um, can we go to uh, somewhere else, like Michigan? Yes. Oh, let's go to Michigan. By way of California. So we're really in California, but we're dealing with a guy from Michigan. Bless you, Holly. I saw you sneeze. Either that or you were crying. Um, Mara- she was so sad about that last <laughs> story. I would be too. I hope Granny's I okay. I want to take you to Mariposa, California, and I want to tell you about a tourist who did something very dumb. And when I tell you why, it's even dumber. Okay. I I don't even know. Do you remember a terribly, 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 terribly tragic story about mysterious deaths of a family on a hike in Northern California? Oh, yeah. They, I think they were, like, dehydrated. Yes. and they Did just, they die of dehydration? Oh, that was so sad. It was, like, the mom, the dad, the one-year-old, the dog. Like, everybody yeah. passed away. It was tragic, mysterious, though. So terrible. But it grabbed international headlines. 30 law enforcement agencies had to, like, get involved. I mean, they had to rule out murder, lightning strikes, poisoning, illegal drugs, literally. And after all of that, they found out, really, it was just extreme heat exhaustion that killed them. Um, that said, that is mildly the reason we're here today, because some guy got real dumb. Okay? And remember, I said uh, Michigan by way of California. So the Michigan guy in question is a tourist. And I don't think he's been named at this point, but he was a tourist. And um, I'm just going to tell you. I'm not even going to make you guess. This dude had to be rescued from the very same California trail where this family died because he wanted to go looking for where the family died. No. Because he thought their cause of death was, quote, odd. No, dude, no. So he, I don't know if he was like, I just, this is like one of those things where you almost understand the danger of people getting really obsessed with true crime Mm -hmm. and like, like ripped from the headline stories. 
because mm-hmm. you can just see somebody like getting really fascinated by the story and you're like, I don't think it's possible. You know, like you could just see on there's a Reddit thread where they're like, there's no way that family actually well, died from heat exhaustion. There probably was a Reddit thread and that's probably why this idiot decided to go uh, investigate on his own. Well, luckily, Oof. so a hiker called authorities after noticing his car was parked at the trailhead and it was abandoned. The caller had apparently met with the guy a day earlier, and that's when he told him that he thought the death was odd. Oh. Um, he was in his mid-60s, apparently 5'6", 200 pounds, wearing sweatpants on one of the hottest days of the year. So he went into an area, by the way, that was marked closed, to find out where a family had died from heat exhaustion wearing, wearing sweatpants. sweatpants. Sure. Ah! After rescuers found him, the man wanted to know if there had been updated algae testing on the water. He had to be treated for dehydration, blistered feet, and, uh, yeah, some other stuff, but whatever. Yeah, sure. Don't do that! Okay. If you're going to play, like, couch detective, don't leave the couch. Well, yeah, do it from your couch where you belong. Exactly. Where are we going next? Uh, okay. Well, we're actually going to Okaloosa County, Florida. Oh, Florida. And I guarantee there's going to be so much of this story that's going to feel like deja vu for you and you and you. Dusty Mobley, 40-year-old Dusty Mobley. Does that name ring any bells? Dusty it's Mobley. Okay. It sounds it's like okay a country western no. singer that like probably performed on Lawrence Welk. Pretty sure that's what you said the first time we talked about him. What? Which was, I know, which was, and I promise you, you will remember this story back on January 3rd because Dusty Mobley uh, was wanted on a bunch of felony charges and um, he had fled deputies by diving into a swamp. Remember this? Diving into a swamp along the Yellow River. Uh, after he'd been confronted about a stolen boat. That boat, by the way, he'd been on when the deputies arrived, and then he jumped off of it to avoid going to jail. Do you remember God, that story? I don't, but like, I fully believe you. Okay, we, I know we talked about it, because he just was like, I'm in the water. Oh, like, yeah, it, it yeah, was yeah, a yeah. whole thing. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so, so. They've been wanting him ever since then, and they finally caught okay, up so with they, him. Okay, so he had remained on the loose. You're saying there's right? been a development. There's a development. So, okay, that was back January 3rd. They're like still like, we got to get our hands on this Dusty Mobley. Where did Dusty Mobley go? They get another chance. They get another chance to arrest Dusty Mobley when Dusty Mobley attempts to make yet another getaway. Oh, no. And this is another deja vu for you and you and you. Hot footing it. Did he jump in the water again? Nope. Mm -mm. And he wasn't hot footing it. He was hot mowing it. Hot mowing it. Oh, did he get get on a riding lawnmower? On a riding lawnmower. (laughs) I bet he got Uh, far, too, didn't he? Not even a little bit. Nope. They were able to catch up with him because I know we weren't going to do math, but... um, the lawnmower is not as fast as a car. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or so they caught up with them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ah, get away. Sir, you're just going in circles. Oh, that's so I'll funny. get away. How do I turn this thing the other way? When they found him, he had a revolver, a handcuff key, and a, a banjo. banjo in his possession. <laughs> no, he also had a pipe with methamphetamine. Okay, no there you deal. go. And that's so, all we needed. Yeah, and, and again, like I told you, his name is Dusty Mobley, and he's 40 years of age. But if you look at the picture of him, that is not immediately evident. However... You know, in his defense, he has not been the same since his sister passed away. <laughs> Marianne. Okay. Nobody. Bradley Trainer. What? I got it. Marianne Mobley. Don't, I don't we don't want to believe that she had anything to do with no. him. Well, she hasn't since 2014. That's passed. true. Bradley. Um, okay. That's well, good luck to him. But they did catch him. He's now being so we don't have to worry about Mr. Mobley anymore. Dusty or otherwise. No, but also did you recognize like the first syllable I, of his last name is Mobley? Oh, 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 God. How did we miss that? I know. Oh, we'll be here all night. He'll be here for the next few years. Yeah. Okay, that was a good one. Good one. And a good follow-up, too. We should do a whole segment on follow-ups. Whatever happened to the guy who uh, did (laughs) door-to-door breast exams? Remember him? He's always always our go-to, Mr. Weenie Coffer. He did... I, I think, think it's just the died. one cough. Um, right. Yeah, no, I think, I think he, he passed. died though. What happened <laughs> oh. to the Tim Hortons pooper? Yes. Oh, this is a follow up we need to do. Where's the Tim Hortons Let's, pooper? We'll work on that. What if she was like, you know, like you just know this woman is working so really quickly. No, we don't have time. <laughs> anyway, she pooped in a Tim Hortons and threw it at the the people behind the desk, and it was all caught on video, and we couldn't stop being obsessed with this story. You know, she works at like a Ross or like a dress barn. And, like, people come up to her and they're like, are you that lady who, you know? Excuse me, ma'am. She's just never going to live it down is what I'm saying. Tim Horton's pooper. When we come back, we're going to play a game that's far more exciting than throwing uh, business at people um, at a coffee shop. We'll be the judge of that. Holly's, I was going to say, Holly's going to throw some business at us. All right, we'll see if we can catch it when we return right here on My Talk (laughs) 107.1.